This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for, I don't know, well, yeah, I guess I do know, three more hours. And thank you to everybody who hung in there and got started with us for hour number one. That means 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can always tune in on your local affiliate. You can lock in on Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you have a smart speaker, all you have to do is ask that speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. We got a lot to do. First of all, let me give you an update on uh, on Monday Night Football. We got Baker Mayfield and the Rams up in Green Bay taking on Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers right now. And Green Bay currently leads 24-12. to 12. About six and a half minutes left in this game. Aaron Rodgers has the ball. Eh, Packers have been in control. And it's just like, let's let's get this one over with and uh, see if the Packers can, quote-unquote, run the table the rest of the season to stay in playoff contention. And the Rams, I mean, their season has been pretty much doomed. Unfortunately, Baker Mayfield is there because Matthew Stafford is dealing with a bruise on his, his spinal cord, his spinal column, and you know Aaron Donald is hurt. It's just, it's a disaster. The offensive line is in shambles. This is just a bad year coming off of a Super Bowl victory for the Los Angeles Rams. And so we'll, we'll keep you up to date with this game as the clock continues to, to kind of tick on Green Bay, just trying to, you know, run things out the best way that they can at this point in time. We talked about some of the crazy games that we saw over the weekend. New England Patriots and just one of the dumbest plays you'll ever see in your life, uh, throwing laterals and pitches and all this other nonsense when – all they had to do was was take a knee or go out of bounds and go to overtime. And then, uh, you know, Chandler Jones was able to snatch the ball and take it back for a touchdown. Totally unnecessary by the Patriots. The Vikings, the biggest comeback in NFL history over the weekend. And then we have the World Cup. Absolutely amazing as Argentina beat France. Uh, tie game 3-3. They beat them 4-2 on penalty kicks. And then we had NFL games that were absolutely nuts. We talked about the Bengals coming back to beat Tom Brady and the Bucks. And I want to talk to you about last night's game with the, the New York Giants beating the Washington Commanders, the Cowboys losing. It was just absolutely 
nuts. You want to holler at me? You know how to do it here. We got a phone number. It works. 855-212-4CBS. Also, you want to reach me on social media. That is at JR Sport Brief. That's at JR Sport Brief on all social media. We talked about a couple of greats last hour. Talked about Messi winning his, his World Cup. People can give him a break now. We talked about Tom Brady probably need to just break out and leave at the end of the season and actually uh, stay home. And then as we look at the, the Buccaneers, we know that they're still tops in the NFC South. Just that's how bad it is. The Saints beat the Falcons, and so those two teams are just beating the hell out of each other. The Saints won 21-18. The Steelers beat the Panthers 24-16, stopping whatever momentum uh, the Panthers thought that they would have for the season. And so the Bucs are 6-8, and eight, and it's just like, yeah, they're, they're probably getting to the playoffs, but can we actually stop the bleeding? And then on the other hand, you have the Cincinnati Bengals now winning six straight games. They're at the top of the AFC North. And then you have uh, Baltimore, unfortunately, sandwiched into the games on Saturday. They lost to Cleveland 13-3. to Greg Roman actually had pamphlets and, and flyers at the facility for the Ravens over the weekend. It's yesterday morning, fans calling for him to be fired. I'm like, well, damn, you want to? You want to fire the man already right now at this point of the season? Lamar Jackson, not even there. So it's a, it's a hard knock life in the NFL right now. And I need to give you an update on this. It was only a few hours ago that we learned that, that Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, obviously uh, they beat the Bears yesterday 25-20. to 20. Game looked a little closer than it should have been, especially early on. Uh, the Eagles are now 13-1. and one. Jalen Hurts now has 35 combined touchdowns for the season. Absolutely ridiculous. Has rushed for 747 yards. But yesterday, he went down in the third quarter when he was taken to the ground. And we learned today that he has a a sprained shoulder. And the next game here for the Philadelphia Eagles is going to be against the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas Eve. That's this upcoming Saturday. And there's there's no certainty that, that he'll play. And that if he doesn't, Gardner Minshew will be the guy out there who will throw the rock around. The last time we saw Gardner Minshew was last year against the New York Jets. Two touchdowns and a win. I know you're used to seeing Gardner Minshew and his mustache, probably more so for the Jacksonville Jaguars a few years ago. But there's, there's no urgency here for the Eagles. I mean, the best thing that they can do is try to stay healthy for the stretch run the rest of the year and see if they can win a Super Bowl. That's it. That's what the Philadelphia Eagles are playing for this year as they are 13-1. and They have the best record in the whole damn league. And they're ahead of the, the Cowboys, the Giants, and, and Washington, and all of those teams played yesterday as well. And so no big rush here. Gardner Minshew can certainly do the job. Dude is a gunslinger, and I'm sure he's relishing the fact that he can get back out there onto the, the field and just make a little bit of noise. It's not too shabby of a backup to have someone who has been, you know, a serviceable starter. And Gardner could probably start on, on quite a few teams in the NFL. Other teams in the NFC, 
last night, Sunday night football, it seemed like a a little bit of a push and pull because neither one of these teams are are overly exciting. But the New York Giants, they snapped their four-game winless streak by beating the Commanders 20-12. to Kayvon Thibodeau was all over the damn place yesterday. Heineke's out here fumbling the football when he's not being tackled or being under pressure. And the Commanders, they fall to 7-6 and six with that stupid tie at the end. And the New York Giants improved to 8-5-1. and one. The New York Giants, they only need to win one more game to secure their spot in the playoffs, and it actually could be this upcoming week. They have Minnesota next on the docket. Washington, probably not a team that they want to see. Washington will take on the 49ers next. So the New York Giants handling business. Daniel Jones actually won a primetime game for the first time in his career. Heading into last night's game against Washington, Daniel Jones was 0-9. We're talking zeros, one big zero across the board. And so from the perspective of Washington, pretty terrible but still alive. Ron Rivera talked about this loss yesterday, and he wasn't happy with some of the play calls as well. Listen. It's disappointing as hell. It really is. It pisses me off more than anything. We had an opportunity to win. And, and, you know, I, I thought we did everything you're supposed to do from getting the ball down to the, to the one-yard line to, to getting lined up, checking to make sure we're lined up properly, and then having it taken away from us. That's, that's why it's, it's hard to, 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 to comprehend right now. Yeah, well, self-inflicted wounds and then also some missed referee calls. But I think we know this. Washington is not the most talented of groups in the league, and human error is a part of the game regardless of how bad it sucks or whether or not it happened to you this go-round. Daniel Jones, he's happy. I told you to finally get a win in prime time. The New York Giants under a first-year head coach in Brian Dable, they weren't expected to do a damn thing. And here they are, just one victory away from the playoffs. They have Minnesota, Indianapolis, and Philadelphia next. They should be able to pick up one more win. This is what Daniel Jones had to say about the Giants, what they've done so far this year. Last year was, uh, you know, circumstances were very different uh, with that game. And, um, you know, we've, we've improved every week this year and uh, proud of where this team is uh, at this point. We've got a lot, you know, we still need to improve on and still need to sharpen up. And that's what we're going to focus on doing this week. Yeah, look. Daniel Jones, between him and Saquon Barkley, they may have played themselves into uh, contract extensions. Heading into this year, there was no guarantee the New York Giants were going to keep these guys around. They, they likely would have been given the, the boot if this team stunk. But now there's a, there's a good damn chance that they'll, they'll have them back. Crazy. NFC East is nuts. And that was the night game. Earlier on in the afternoon, the Dallas Cowboys, man, what, a, what another choke job this was. I guess they did it uh, early in the season before the playoffs. They led the Jaguars 27-10. to 10. Dallas' four-game winning streak is over. The Cowboys lost to the Jags 40-34. to 34. Rayshon Jenkins got his hand on a tip Dak Prescott pass, was able to run it for 52 yards, and that was all she wrote. The Cowboys lose 40-34. to 34. God bless them. Because they still clinched the playoff spot. 
uh, even though they lost the game. I just told you that Dallas is going to take on the Eagles this upcoming Saturday. Maybe they won't have to look at, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts. There's been a lot of conversations about Jalen Hurts and Michael Parsons opening up his mouth and saying that he's he's more of operating in the system. That's why they're having so much success. And so the Dallas Cowboys come off with a loss. They're 10-4. and four. But people are still going to look at them as a major threat, as they should, unless they believe that they'll choke. Dak Prescott, he spoke after the game, and he wasn't happy with his INTs. Frustration grows, obviously. Uh, you, to end the game on a pick six, um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's frustrating. Um, and not only that, as I said, the first one, uh, yeah, I mean, I just got to not even try to throw the ball right there, feel, feel the guy grab me and just tuck the ball and um, – Take the sack and just and just move on, move on to the next play, and uh, that, that's that that's that balance. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys defense giving up a crap load of points, and you know Dak Prescott can shoot you into a game at times, and other times he can unfortunately shoot you out. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Ike is here from Indy. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. How you doing, JR? I'm excellent, Ike. How are you? Okay, I was going to tell you why Tom Brady's still playing football. Because he knows about Otto Graham. He knows Otto Graham had seven championships. It took him ten years to win his seven. took Brady longer than that to win his seven. So he needs one more to really be the GOAT. So that's why he's still playing. And uh, if it wasn't for that, he'd have probably been on a retired and stayed retired. But he knows the history of football. He knows that he's really not the GOAT. He's at the secondary GOAT right now. And so that's why he's still playing. You think you, you think so? Yeah, definitely. What other reason would he have to be hanging around? I think the man just wants to play football. I don't I don't think he's he's looking at Otto Graham and his pre Super Bowl championships and saying that, man, I need to match him. I mean it's it, it's widely he's accepted. He's already matched him. He just took him longer to win his seven than it took out of. That's yeah, but but why? But why? But I don't think Tom Brady is is waking up saying when you are already considered to be the greatest. There's there's nothing else to play for. There's nothing else. I don't think he's looking at Otto Graham and saying to myself, "Oh my God, I I gotta match him." And by the way, Monday Night Football is a wrap. It's official. Green Bay beats Los Angeles 24 to 12. So we'll talk about that game as the Packers now move their record to six and eight. And they're, they're trying, trying to get into a wild card spot. And we know the Rams, they fall to four and 10 and the Rams are going absolutely nowhere. Look, the legacy for Tom Brady is set. Why else would he want to play? Because he's a competitor. That's it. Because he wants to win. He wants to win more. I don't think he looks at himself as, as quote-unquote, you know, having a, 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 a peer or feeling that he has to match up with anybody else. People look at him as the greatest quarterback of all time. It's said regardless of how many championships Otto Graham won pre-Super Bowl, Tom Brady wants to play because he can. He's good at it. He's addicted to it. And quite frankly, what the hell else has he done in life? What else as a grown man has Tom Brady done in his life but play football? You think he sat at home with his wife and said, oh, babe, babe, listen, I got to catch Otto Graham, so I'm going to go back. Come on now. 
It's ridiculous. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of ridiculous, Aaron Rodgers has now won his ninth straight victory on Monday Night Football. The Green Bay Packers, they come out on top against the Rams 24-12. We'll talk about that game as the Packers are trying to stay alive. And how about this? A team in the Packers' own division, the Detroit Lions, have a better record. The Lions are in a better position right now to make the Super Bowl. Or excuse me, the playoffs. Super Bowl, you must be crazy. I misspoke there. You know I did. We're going to talk about the Packers. Talk about the game tonight. Matter of fact, we'll even talk about the Lions on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 cbs Green Bay wins tonight. Final score, 24-12 over the Rams. We'll talk about it here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You know, my daughter listens to you every night. She's got a radio next to the bed. I don't get to listen to you often, but I'll tell you what, when I hear it, you're a gentleman. You never cut anyone off. You never back down. You're an excellent sports jock. I'm going to tell you that right now. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday Night Football, it's a wrap. This crazy week of an NFL season or NFL week is finally a wrap as the Los Angeles Rams, they go up to Green Bay and they lose in Lambeau to the Packers. The final score, 24 to 12. I will tell you this was a non-eventful game. Green Bay pretty much had it all the way through. And uh, Baker Mayfield now in his second game as a member of the Rams. Yeah, it was it was tough to get anything going, period. Baker Mayfield's final line of the game today, completing 12 of 21 passes, 111 yards, one touchdown, one interception of the Rams. Baker Mayfield also, by the way, was sacked five times. Uh, The Los Angeles Rams could only garner 72 yards on the ground, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Non-eventful game. The Green Bay Packers, meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers completes 22 of 30 passes, 229 yards, He had one touchdown, and he had one interception, which was a miscommunication to Alan Lazard as the safety was able to pick it up, and Green Bay did its job on the ground. They rushed for 138 yards. Uh, Two of those scores came courtesy of A.J. Dillon, and this is the crazy thing right now. Green Bay has been able to come in and increase their record to 6-8. If you think about the remaining games, for the Green Bay Packers the rest of this year. They take on the Dolphins, who you could say, you know, they're they're reeling after their their winning streak. The Minnesota Vikings, who we know, well, we saw what they did on Saturday. They can give up 33 points and a half of a game and then completely shut you down on the next. That would have surprised me if that's a shootout. And this would be the conclusion 
for Green Bay's season. The final game for the regular season, Green Bay and the Lions. The Lions heading up to Lambeau Field to close out the year. And how about this would probably be a game that actually matters. I mean, for years, the the Detroit Lions have been nothing but a a step over. For years, the Detroit Lions have been nothing but a, a doormat, an embarrassment. We're talking zero wins, one win, two wins, three wins, no wins. The Detroit Lions right now are seven and seven. They're just, they're lighting everybody's ass up. Jared Goff is not turning the ball over. That's not an exaggeration. And yesterday, the Detroit Lions were in New Jersey taking on the New York Jets. And the Jets, I mean, their their defense, I think, did an amazing job, uh, not necessarily having uh, their all-pro defensive tackle out there in Quinnen Williams. And the Lions were able to come back and beat the Jets at the end of the game. Jared Goff with a 51-yard pass to Brock Wright with a little less than two minutes left in the game. And that that was all she wrote. New York Jets got the ball back. They weren't smart enough to control the clock and and set up for a proper field goal, and they lost. You know, they kicked the field goal, a kicker missed it, and that was all she wrote. And so the New York Jets, their playoff hopes have probably hit the toilet right now. And the Detroit Lions, the team started off, I'm going to repeat this forever, the team started off 1-6. They're now 7-7. Absolutely amazing what they've been able to to go out there and do turning this thing around. And and Dan Campbell, thinking about the moxie of the squad, the Lions were trailing 17 to 13 at the two-minute warning until that TD. Uh, Dan Campbell, man, he he loves these dudes. Listen. To get in field goal range, and and we stop them, man. We come up with some critical sacks and uh, hurries, and, you know, we covered well. And so we just, man. It was it was great, and I think that's part of the uh, mature maturing process, the growth, everything. Because I don't know if we'd have made those plays early in the year. Oh no, they were blowing close games left and right to begin the season, and so it looked like the New York Jets were on their way to a victory. And now the New York Jets are seven and seven. They're pretty much on the outside looking in for the playoff picture, and the Lions are are in right now. The Detroit Lions are pretty much on the on the, the the brink of the playoffs. They have a record of seven and seven. They're currently ranked ninth. Washington lost. The Seahawks pretty much stink right now. The the Giants have secured their spot. And so if the Lions are to get in, I think the playoffs and the NFC are pretty much set. We already know the Eagles, the Vikings, the Niners, the Cowboys, they have all clinched their spots, and now we're down to, you know, who's there at the end. I believe the Buccaneers will hold on in the NFC South. I think the New York Giants will hold on to their spot. They only need one victory to walk away with, and that leaves that seventh and final spot. Will it be Washington, Seattle, or the Lions? Or right behind the Lions happens to be the team that just won tonight. The Green Bay Packers. Sign me up for that one. I can't remember the last time I've watched the Lions game that actually carried any type of meaning. And the Lions can actually move forward and make this competitive. 
the Lions' next several games before they take on Green Bay. The Carolina Panthers. The Lions should outscore them. The Chicago Bears. The Lions. Sand some big plays from Justin Fields. The Lions should beat Chicago. And in the final game, I'm telling you, Green Bay. Shep, it sounds, it sounds kind of dirty to say it, but the Lions in a meaningful game to end the season, it just doesn't even make sense. It sounds weird. You know what? Uh, it's been that kind of a year. Uh, but you've said it, Jr. To start one and six, and now to be seven and seven, and on the cusp of making the playoffs, you talk about coaches of the year. Is there one higher than oh, Dan Campbell right Dan, now? No, it's Dan Campbell. No, especially if he makes the playoffs. And he, this is the remaining games, or these are the remaining games for the Green Bay Packers. They have the Dolphins up next. Not going to be easy. They have the Minnesota Vikings up next. Not going to be easy and then of course the final game of the year against the Lions and this is still a Lions am I going to think that they're going to win against Carolina in Chicago before they take on Green Bay I'm not I'm that not I'm not that naive I'm not gonna trust the Lions that damn much but they certainly have a chance to go into that game with a record of nine and seven which sounds absolutely crazy but make my day. Like, I could write the story for it right now. Sign me up. I'd sit down and watch it and love every moment and every second of it. The Lions go up into Green Bay. The winner-take-all matchup as to who will get the final and, and seventh seed in the NFC. It would make my day to see the Lions actually beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay and send him home. The storylines would write themselves for the rest of the offseason, Aaron Rodgers sent home by the Lions, and he can sit back and go to South America and drink ayahuasca. He can think about the meaning of life. He can count the $50 million that will be coming his way. That would be a story that I'd love to see. So I'm actually rooting for the Lions, and I'm also here rooting for the Packers. I want to see a winner-take-all matchup to finish the season, Lions and Packers. That would be... Rather interesting. But knowing this is still the Lions, uh, Green Bay would probably whoop that ass. We'll see what takes place. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. But for tonight, we got a ways to go, a ways to get there. The Packers winning Green Bay 24 to 12 over the Rams. We're going to talk more about this game. You'll hear from some of the players as they get ready to, to speak to the press. And we'll talk about the implications further of this. We got a lot to do. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening.
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I listen to you every night on the way home from work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're a bad man, Majama. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. Hey, we got the Green Bay Packers. They're still trying to be a bad something or another. The Green Bay Packers tonight. They beat the Los Angeles Rams 24-12 out in Green Bay. And for the Los Angeles Rams, I don't, I don't know why it took us this long to get to this point. But I guess it's official now. The Rams are eliminated from postseason contention. They're the first team. Well, matter of fact, let me not say that. They now have the most losses by a defending Super Bowl champion ever. They're at 10, and they got three more games to go. And so there's nobody out here to say that they don't continue to kind of tack things on. There's no Matthew Stafford. There's no Aaron Donald. I know Odell came through and tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. There's no superstar. There's no Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup dealing with a high ankle. This is, you, you couldn't write this. Sean McVay still getting paid, though, so I, 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 don't think he, uh, I don't think he cares. I'm sure he cares, but not to that degree. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we get to the top of the hour, I want to want to play some of the calls by the Green Bay Packers because that's really where a lot of the action was. Uh, next hour, as we have uh, Sean McVay, he's in the process of, of speaking to the media right now. We'll play you guys some of the press conferences and, and what these folks have to say. Um, outside of Aaron Rodgers saying that we're still alive and we want to you know, run the table and, and try to get into the playoffs, what else is there to, to really talk about but we'll share all of that audio with you next hour Aaron Rodgers always someone uh he's he's interesting he's an interesting fellow of ready to say something and I'm sure we might also hear from Baker Mayfield as well a lot of magic in his first game against the Raiders not so much here blanked uh, don't be fooled by 12 points it's it's a miracle that Los Angeles got those points up on the board. 855-212-4CBS. Steven, he's here from Toronto. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Go ahead, Steven. Hey, how are you? I love listening to you when I'm coming home from playing hockey, and I finally got through to you. I got to just ask. I like the Vikings. There are a couple other teams I like. I just don't understand why all the media is in love with the Detroit Lions. They're jumping all over the San Francisco 49ers, who had the weakest strength of schedule this year. And everyone looks at the Vikings like the pretenders. They came back against Indy, who was a top 10 ranked defense. They came back and beat Buffalo. They beat the Jets, who were falling apart but were decent at the time. They beat New England. They beat Green Bay the first game of the season. Yeah, they had a letdown against Dallas. Yeah, they had a letdown against Philly. And a stupid jump pass by Dalvin Cook. But someone's got to give them a little credit for what they're doing. I mean, they're 11-3. and The record speaks for themselves. I have heard individuals in very high places look at and say and pronounce that the Vikings are now going to run to the Super Bowl. So um, I I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I think you get a mixed bag when you talk to folks about the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I myself am am not that high on them because they're they're more of a of a 50-50. I wouldn't be surprised. Steve, what you doing? Making making a sandwich? Sorry, man. I was just unpacking some hockey equipment. I'll put it down. Go ahead. Oh, I'm okay. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I hear sticks. And what else you got? Pucks? No, believe it or not, I was just edging my goalie sticks. 
But sorry, let's get back to where we were. No, I don't believe that the Vikings are, you know, in the same league. I think Cincinnati is the team to, 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 that's going to go the whole way this year. But I just, when I hear San Francisco with Purdy, and, I mean, they just managed to squeak by a win against Seattle. People are all over Dallas. Dallas beat uh, Houston, if I'm not mistaken, no. three or four uh, points before losing people, to Jacksonville. Well, I, I would say that there's an overall feeling in the NFC right now that it is, quote-unquote, to be had. And I think if you look at any of the teams, that people will look at the, the pros and the cons of, of them all. The Eagles have no experience, okay? Maybe they went to the playoffs last year and they lost. And here you have uh, the Dallas Cowboys and Michael Parsons telling anyone who will listen that Jalen Hurts is the result of the system. The Minnesota Vikings have the worst passing defense in the entire NFL. As you go through the course of the playoffs – yeah, it's, it's probably not all that smart to, to probably get into shootouts with teams. The 49ers have the best defense in the league. I know you, you want to look at the strength of schedule. I don't care who you play. It's not easy to hold opposing teams to 15 points. The Dallas Cowboys, people look at them as shoot or miss or hit or miss. They lost to the Jags yesterday. You know, what version of Dak are you going to get? And so if you look all up and down the NFC, I wouldn't say that there's there's any one team that anybody is painting as the team that, that quote-unquote, has it. Nobody. You know, the Vikings, I look at the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm like, hey, what are we doing? Let's flip a coin. Are we going to get the first-half version from against the Colts this past Saturday, or are we going to get the second-half squad? I have no idea. And I think everybody has seen enough of Kirk Cousins over the past several years to just – just kind of go, okay, yeah, he's all right, but is he in the upper echelon? I mean, you could look at someone like Jalen Hurts, and you could say, man, is he's taken the next step in the regular season. He's improved as a player. He has improved as a passer. Is he going to take this next step in the postseason? Every now and then, somebody has to, right? I didn't, I didn't expect to see the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl last year. But Joe Burrow, he, he continued to come back from his injury and take that next step and show everybody that, yeah, I'm not just good or great or historically great in college. I can be historically great in the pros. Joe Burrow is one of the best QBs in the game right now. He took that step. Nobody is questioning what the Bengals are doing, what they have done right now by winning six consecutive games, jumping ahead of the Ravens in the AFC North. Nobody questions that. And so every team has a quote-unquote question mark. The 49ers are the hottest squad in the entire NFL right now. The Eagles, even against the Bears yesterday, they didn't look all that impressive. And now Jalen is out with a sprained shoulder. Hopefully uh, it's not for long. Maybe he doesn't even miss the game against the Cowboys. So everybody has its mark and its spot. And so it's nice to actually go into a postseason and go, man, there's a little bit of something here for everybody. Even if I take a look at the AFC, Okay, the Bills, it took them a comeback. It took a comeback uh, against Miami for them to win. You know, Josh Allen, and and, and how consistent is he going to be doing all them damn exercises for his elbow? Kansas City Chiefs, yesterday, they got into a back and forth with the Texans. The Bengals are the hottest in the AFC right now. The Titans are falling. Who takes them serious? Nobody. The Ravens, it seems like the same old scenario every year. The Chargers seemingly always find a way to choke. And then you have the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jets. There's there's nobody screaming out in the AFC. 
if you want to feel most confident, maybe it's the Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. It's probably going to be some combination of those three. But I don't, I don't think anyone is going overboard looking at the postseason. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Sanjay is here calling up from Corpus Christi, Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm excellent, Sanjay. What's up? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about the um, game today, uh, Packers and uh, Rams. Uh, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers, he actually looked kind of happy today, uh, unlike all his other games. Sure. Yeah, at the at the end of the game, he looked happy. I can tell you that there were points earlier on in the game where he looked absolutely miserable. That's true. Uh, do you think the Packers have a chance to go into the um, playoffs? Yeah, mathematically, they, they certainly still do have a chance to go to the playoffs. Uh, I think if you look at their the rest of their schedule in comparison to the team in front of them, the Lions, their next two games are, are a little tougher. The Packers have to take on the Dolphins. They have to take on the Vikings. And meanwhile, if you take a look at the Lions, their next two games are against Carolina and Chicago. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be a blowout. Yeah. What will be a blowout? Uh, Detroit versus Chicago, I feel, will be a blowout. But uh, you never yeah. know. Well, we know we know the Detroit Lions. They can they can put up points, and I yeah. think you you'd be best served taking them over Carolina and Chicago. But you never know. That's why they go out there and play the games. And the Vikings, you never know with them either. There's like sometimes they're beating up on teams, and sometimes they're losing forty to three in their own stadium. So yeah, yeah, that was that was embarrassing. And thank you, Sanjay, for calling up from from Corpus Christi out in Texas. No, nah, you you don't know what you're going to get from the Vikings. You have no idea. Why am I supposed to have faith in them in the postseason, you know, getting into some ridiculous shootout? And so it's just wild that we're, we're at this point of the season where the Bears are completely out of it. Ain't nobody thinking about the Chicago Bears with, with good reason. What is there to think about? But you have the Vikings who are 11-3 and three at the top of the NFC North. You have the Detroit Lions right now who are 7-7. Seven and seven. And then you have Green Bay in a space and spot where they typically aren't. They're 6-8. And, eight. and the, the Minnesota Vikings, they scare the living hell out of me. I turned this game off on Saturday, 33 to nothing at halftime. It took Kirk Cousins to throw four touchdowns. It took Jeff Saturday. I don't even know if it's appropriate to call Jeff Saturday a rookie head coach. I don't even know if I should call him a novice. Jeff Saturday is just a guy who, quite frankly, he he shouldn't be there. Biggest blown lead in NFL history. And Jeff Saturday can put his name on it. Unfortunately for Matt Ryan, he is guilty by association. If you need a reminder, this is what Jeff Saturday had to say about what went wrong when the Vikings came back in that game. Obviously, a disappointing way to uh, to end that. You know, obviously, tail of two halves, right? Started fast, had the lead, and um, ultimately give up too many explosive plays, don't make enough explosive plays, turn it over on our inside. Um, just, you know, they made more plays than us, and then penalties kept drives alive. You got to, you know, got to keep your head, got to 
uh, got to play disciplined football. And uh, we didn't do those things in the second half and ultimately, uh, you know, lost, lost this game. Shep, what is Jeff Saturday doing next year? Is he back on ESPN? He, he better be somewhere else on Saturdays. That's for damn sure, pun intended. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, – Ursay can't keep him. He can't. No. There's, there's, there's no way in hell he can – you know, I saw an image. I don't know where it's from because this is the internet. People are absolutely hilarious and mean at the same time. There was an image of Jim Ursay smoking a cigarette on the back of a golf cart, just looking unbothered and, and looking just upset with the world. And then someone captioned the video and said, this is Jim Ursay on his way down to the field uh, to fire Jeff Saturday. And he did a lot of talking when he hired this dude. Oh, we give him a chance and give him an opportunity and, and this and that. And I didn't just hire him for this and we got to try and see. Is he going to have that same type of attitude when it's time to move on? Or is he just going to be real matter of fact about it? Like it's a, it's an embarrassment that he's there in the first place, if you ask me. It's going to be a Friday news dump, Jr. And, and a late Friday at that. And you know what, Jr. This is this is one of many colossal, absolute head scratching coaching decisions <laughs> that Jim Irsay has made to allow Patricia to coach. I mean, we see what Patricia's done this season, for God's sakes. To allow Patricia to have extended his reign as long as he did and then got rid of Jim Caldwell in favor of Matt Patricia? That tells you all you need to know about the asinine decisions Ursay continues to defunct this franchise with. Well, he says that he's been, he's been in charge for a long time now. He says he's been in charge for a long time. And so here you have Jim Ursay getting ready to put another eraser to the franchise, to the team. And uh, I guess he's, he figured that it was only for about eight games. Let's get through the season and, and keep it moving. I have no idea who he's going to hire uh, as his head coach for next season. Peyton Manning. Oh, we know Peyton Manning has better things to do. <laughs> I'm sure Peyton Manning wants absolutely nothing to do with this train wreck going on with the Indianapolis Colts. But Minnesota Vikings, you asking me how I feel about them? They don't know if they're coming, they're going, if they're winning, if they're losing. They, they could go all the way to the Super Bowl or they could get shot out of the playoffs in, in one game. The Vikings are like just flipping a coin right now. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Aaron Rodgers is speaking to the media. We'll talk about tonight's Monday Night Football game, Packers over the Rams, here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 